You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, and they make it, they put everyone in a very uncomfortable situation. Because, like, like, now you have fans who, you know, are so excited about this team's start, and now they're like, uncomfortable almost like cheering like you you cheer for the players but it's like ugh, but like i hate this thing that my team just did it puts the players in the uncomfortable situation of answering questions about it and you know having to kind of come to grips with this um kevin paul dupont in the globe reported that bergeron called the team meeting saturday morning to to talk about it it's like that that's not stuff like you you want to be dealing with and as far as you know whether there's grounds for firing i guess to me that that comes down to like how involved was charlie jacobs which i would love there's there's another person i'd love to hear from uh you know i would like to hear more from cam neely than just a statement and i feel like this has already gotten up to the level where we should hear from ownership um i would like to know how involved charlie jacobs was like was he did this get to him and he was hands-on in this process and review and investigating and whatever they had to do or was it they give him a heads up and he tells them you know hey as long as you know as long as you make sure you cover all your bases and and uh you know look under every rock you can sign them because if that's the case then i could see charlie jacobs circling back now that we find out they didn't talk to the victim or his family they didn't talk to the nhl like I could see Charlie Jacobs looping back and being like, "Guys, what the, what the hell happened? Why didn't we Why didn't we know that? Why didn't we talk to these people? Like, what what were we doing?" And if that's the case, then uh, I could potentially see it being, you know, something that leads to Sweeney and or Neely being dismissed. Um, but I would say, like, if you're Charlie Jacobs, it, it better be for that and not just as like a scapegoat move. Like if Charlie Jacobs was involved in all this and, and had his hands in it, then, you know, then, then it's on you. Like you're, you're the highest ranking guy there. So ultimately then, then it comes to you if you were hands on. I mean, Scott, like if you're, if you're the owner of the team and now again, we can't speculate what, what the owners knew and didn't know, but, I would imagine that they did know. I don't. I don't think Sweeney or, and or Neely are signing this kid without the approval of, of ownership, which just goes to show they're they're out to lunch too. But like, 
you know, the Bruins rep- as an owner of the team, their business, their reputation was severely damaged today and yesterday. And that's at the doing of Neely and Sweeney and possibly themselves. But man, it's just, it's, uh, it's very, very aggravating. It's very, I'm very, I'm very pissed off about it because it's just, it's so unnecessary. It's like, man, I don't really know. I mean, like, okay, ready? How, how about this for being tone deaf? Bergeron, Marshan, and Felino, they all spoke about it before the game today. Bergeron was asked, actually, he kind of, he was asked about the situation, but then he kind of went on his own and said, Don approached him a week ago. So, your captain and a player of this team for almost 20 years, you approached last week about it, and Bergeron even told him that he didn't he didn't like it. You can bet your ass Marshand echoed that and Felino anybody that they asked, they, they knew the players didn't like this. Okay, clearly Don Sweeney's conflicted about it. They didn't run it by the league. He's apparently not even necessarily eligible for the NHL in or the AHL. He has to go through more other stuff. Which, by the way, I saw Greg Wyshynski had another update on that Saturday night where he said the, the NHLPA is looking for more explanation in terms of basically like the grounds that Gary Bettman is holding him out on because there hadn't been any sort of memo to teams that like, hey, this guy's going to face discipline or whatever. So, um, you know, it's this is kind of one of those things where like PAs have to – fight for it even as really scummy as it seems. But I guess like if you're looking at it from their perspective, it's like, okay, if you're going to, if you're basically going to ban any player from playing, like there needs to be like an actual official policy reasoning, whatever in, in place to do it. Yeah. So, so let's just go down the checklist here. The players didn't agree with it and they don't like it. You didn't run it by the league. You didn't reach out to the victim or their family about this to get their side of the story and how it would make them feel. Cause quite frankly, they didn't give a shit how it made them feel. And your explanation of Miller's apology and relationship with the current victim or current relationship with the victim was an apology, which was via Snapchat. Oh, and how is this for being tone deaf, Scott? I, I read this somewhere or I heard this somewhere. So I forgive me if I'm wrong, but I heard or read that the CEO of rapid seven, who is the Bruins new um, sponsor on the Jersey patches and all that stuff. And that the CEO of rapid seven is black and has a um, disabled child as well. Um, So it's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what are you doing? And, and he said at the at the press conference where they unveiled the jersey sponsor, um, I was there and I was one of the ones interviewing him. And he said that, you know, one of the parts that he was most excited for the sponsorship was the Bruins' involvement in hockey is for everyone. And he was looking forward to, um, you know, basically like his company being involved in that. And I believe the Bruins, like uh, hockey is... I think it might be like the league wide hockey is for everyone night. I think that's coming up soon. And it's just like, again, like that's the kind of thing that 
it sort of rings hollow now. It's like, well, how, uh, you know, how much do you really value that? Like if you're signing this kid and another part that we haven't touched on yet in, in Sweeney's, you know, I think you called it like word vomit. He talked about like his father being in at working in education his whole life and how, you know, he would see his father like have to suspend kids, but then welcome them back and work with them to improve themselves. And how like he, you know, he thought of that like in making this decision. And it's like, well, yeah, when you work in education, that's part of the job. Like you, you are tasked with helping kids who may be having trouble, who may be doing bad things. And like, you can't just excommunicate them from your life if they're still going to be in your school or your district or whatever. Um, as an angel general manager, that is not really part of your job. Like if, if it were your own prospect, like if it were someone you, you already had a relationship with as a team, I could see where you might want to like work with them and try to get them back on track, but to go out of your way and sign someone. It's like, so, so what? So like now is there like an organizational philosophy where you're going to, take chances on, you know, troubled draft prospects because you want to help them to get their life on track. Like that's, it's not really your job. Like that's, you know, like you talk about, you talk about like this culture and how much, how valued it is. And it's like, I was on with, um, with Ken Laird and Kyrie Thompson on WEI this morning. And they asked like, is, is there any sort of precedent? Is there anything we can look at for like how the Bruins have handled something like, like this in the past? And I was sort of stumped trying to think of it. And I'm like, I don't think it's happened because part of their culture that they've built since they signed the down Chara is like, they just don't bring in people like this. Like they, they value character and they bring in good people, whether that's trades, free agent signings, draft picks for the most part. It's like, I still like have not been able to think of another in- instance like this where they brought in someone who had like, major character flaws in or you know like significant uh trouble like in their past uh i just think like part of what they've built is like it, it it's not like they're bringing in people like this and rehabbing them it's that they just haven't brought people in, like this in period this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, totally. It's like... And, and and another part of of his press conference or Zoom call, I should say, Scott from Don Sweeney was when he was like, "Well, you know, other end of the day, other teams were interested, so you know, we figured, uh, why not the Boston Bruins? Why not? Then right. don't let someone else sign him. Why not? Because I don't know. Maybe you you hold yourself to a higher standard than other teams in the league. Maybe you're an original six and you've been around for a hundred years, and and you have some of the best leaders in the league in your locker room, like maybe like." So it's the classic, like, all right, so they jump off a bridge. You're going to jump off two there, Donnie. It's right. just, it's just so disingenuous. And, and, and 
you know, the whole trying to spin it into like, you know, you know, we want to, you know, make you a better person. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like you're, you're trying to spin it. Like you're not, you're not, you're, you're a hockey team. Like stop trying to act like you're, you're trying to be a charity for this kid and, and try to help him turn his life around. Like this kid could turn his life around, go get a real job in the real world. And, 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 you know, it's just, it's just so, so annoying. It's, it's, it's at the end, at the end of the day, from a, from a moral and ethical perspective, signing this kid is wrong. And what that kid did is wrong. And you want to talk about second chances? Go earn a second chance in life elsewhere. You lost your privilege to play in the National Hockey League because you weren't an eight-year-old kid when you did this, A. And B, he's not remorseful. He's saying he, – he, he's half-assed apologizing because he wants to, you know, check boxes and, 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 and tell people like Sweeney – yeah, I, I reached out to him. Okay, thanks. I'll pick up a Logan at six. It's like, and then from a business perspective, it's just a absolute PR nightmare that they that they welcomed in for no reason. It just it's so stupid. They are so dumb, so dumb. Like, oh my god! I, I'll tell you what, Scott. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of um you know, F you Sweeney chant at the garden on Tuesday, just because if any city is going to, going to do something like that, it could be, it could be Boston. Like they are not afraid to voice their displeasure with somebody and they know he's up there. Right. So like, could you imagine if, if like there's a game on Nesson or whatever, and like the Brewers are on their bench and Sweeney's up and all of a sudden you're fuck you Sweeney. Like I could, I guarantee you it could happen. Um, It could happen. I don't think yeah. it will, but I wouldn't be surprised because like people are that outraged about this and they know he would hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good like, point. I would, I would start that chance. They're, that tells me. they're at home Monday night against St. Louis. So there's there's an opportunity there for, for messaging. Like, I was also just thinking, like, you could see signs. You know, someone has to sign up against the glass during warm-ups or something. Um, and by the way, also Monday night, first game with the reverse retros. So, you know, way to totally ruin that. Like, Monday or Tuesday, Scott? Um, I think Monday, right? They play St. Louis. Okay. Do I have that right? Uh, I'll double, I'll double check. But yeah, first yeah, Monday against St. Louis. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I guess now, like, I wonder where it goes from here because it's not. You know, I I think they should cut ties with him. Like, I I think it's time to. To me, it's the only. Nothing they can do at this point to me makes it right, but that's as close to right as they can get at this point is find a way to cut ties with them. It's not as simple as just tearing up his contract. Um, he would have to, he would either have to agree to it or there have to be some sort of violation of his contract. Um, but you know, you can make it clear to him, like, you know what, like we're going to hold you out. You're, you're not going to play here. And at that point, it's like, okay, well, if he wants to play hockey again, then he agrees to the termination or maybe he just maybe he just collects the paycheck and go sits at home. Like, I, I don't know. Who knows? But, um, you know, I it doesn't really seem like, like this is going away. Like, at first I thought maybe their approach is just like, weather the initial storm and you know hope in a week or two people kind of 
move on or aren't thinking about it or whatever. But I think with all the stuff we've heard over the last two days and sort of mistakes compounding with finding out they didn't talk to the NHL or the victim or his family or whatever, like, I don't know. Now at this point, I feel like doubling down and trying to write it out is just another mistake on top of all the mistakes that have already been made. Well, that, that, and also it's like, dude, what if, like, what if the Providence locker room doesn't want him as a teammate? Like, what yeah. if the Bruins locker room in a, in a couple of years doesn't want this kid as a teammate? Like, there's going to be guys on the team in a few years that are still here like, right, right now. That's like, like, th- th- he's, like, what if they just don't want him around? It's like you're force-feeding this kid into an organization that he's not wanted. And it's like, whatever, man. It's, it's just, it, I am so beside myself at how stupid the Bruins management is. Over and over again, it's like just when you start to give him a little bit of like, I mean, look, the future of the center position is still up in the air, but like, like and there's other things too that they got to figure out going forward after this year. But it's like you start to get to a point where you're like, all right, let's just enjoy this season and go see where it goes. And it's they, they just like they're so dumb, they are so 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 dumb. I can't even describe it. It's like it makes it. I've lost IQ points over the last couple of days just thinking about how stupid they are. It's like Sweeney and Neely just think they can't do anything wrong. It's just, you know, and, and again, obviously the Jacobs didn't initiate this. If the, the, the least, the most that they did was just kind of say, yeah, yeah, whatever. We don't really know what you're talking. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. But like, you know, it was either Sweeney or Neely who was like, we wanted to bring this kid in. It was probably Sweeney on uh, Neely, honestly. Well, and on the Neely front, like it's also baffling to me because I've seen some people kind of like be like, Neely's like a meathead or whatever. And like, I actually think Cam Neely generally really cares about the Bruins image, which makes this all the more just completely baffling is like speechless. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think Neely cares about PR and how the team looks and how they received. Like he was the one when they did this, uh, Jersey sponsor. He was the one who was like insisting that it basically blend in and that it not have non Bruins colors in it, that it not be, you know, like take up a huge amount of space on the Jersey. Like he was very involved in that process because he cares about the Bruins image and he knew fans would be pissed if like, if it didn't blend in and like at least look somewhat okay on the Jersey. Um, like, I just, I can't believe that he would have thought that this wasn't going to be a big deal or like would blow over or whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so mind numbing. It's mind numbing is exactly what I was just going to say. It's, it's dude, it's baffling. It's mind numbing. I just don't even know what to say. It's like I said, I, I, I can only call them stupid as so many times in one episode, but they're just so fucking stupid. Um, they really are. Um, so whatever, it's just, I guess we'll see how it plays out, but it's just, it's so, so unnecessary, so unwarranted. They bring things, they've just brought this on themselves and um, they deserve all the heat that, they, that, that they're getting for this. And then some, again, for a million reasons, from the ethical standpoint, the morale stamp, morality standpoint, the business pr- standpoint, like from a business perspective, it's so dumb. It's just so dumb. So 
Um, did you have anything else before we go, Scott? No, I, I mean, I could probably like do two hours on this, but um, yeah, well, I feel like, I feel yeah. like we've gotten, gotten everything out that, or I've gotten everything out that I really wanted to say. It's yeah. And we'll have to get Bridget's perspective on this too, when she's back with us um, next episode, but it's just, uh, I mean, it, it, dude, it really is. It, I've seen a lot of it on, on social media and like you, you and Bridget know me like, like I, I don't, I don't cater to like, you know, the soup du jour that people talk about. Like, I don't, I don't play to the crowd. Like I, I have, like, we all do, we all have our own opinions. Like we don't, we don't try to fit in with the crowd. Um, but like one thing I saw on social media that like I actually actually resonated with me because I was like I actually I actually for once feel like I see a lot of fake outrage on social media, um, not about this topic like like just like random topics when you go on you see a bunch of people pretending to be upset because they want to join the crowd. One thing I saw today that I actually like felt and I was like that's exactly how I feel is like honestly like for the first time I was like ashamed to be a fan of the Bruins like I was like I was like very very disappointed and like embarrassed and ashamed like you know there's disappointments as a fan like you know game seven against the the, the Blues and you know just like shit like that but I, I I actually found myself in a situation where I was like if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup this year on the one hand I'm gonna get to watch these players that I that I love playing go out there and celebrate a championship I was like but then I'm also gonna have to see the Jacobs put on a Stanley cup hat and Sweeney and Neely. And I just can't stand any one of them right now. And I don't want to see those guys succeed, but it's like, it's to your point about like putting the fans in a weird situation. Now it's just like, it's so on. It's like very unfair to a lot of people. Most importantly, the victim who they haven't even reached out to um, like, let's not lose sight of the actual, you know, cause here, but it's just uh, Jesus Christ. These guys, um, they want hey they they want they wanted people in Boston to talk about the Bruins. They weren't talking about them after ten months. They're talking about them now. So there you go. There's your headline. If you want if you want people to talk about you, but maybe they prefer they they weren't talking about them anymore. Anyway, all right, Scott. I think we're both a little long winded after that after that yeah. one. I don't even remember talking about the game in this episode. I think we did cover it though for the first little bit though. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Bruins are back uh, in Boston, as Scott mentioned, Monday, playing the Blues. They got the uh, reverse retro white Pooh Bear debut, so that'll be fun. Um, But yeah, so we'll be back to talk about that very soon. Thank you guys for listening.